0: Hello folks, Uh, this episode will be the first one where we start splitting the Grappling Beans and Beans Talk into two entities, Um, so if you want to listen to Grappling Beans, just go head over, it's all in the same feed, Um, so you can go check that out. Um, Yeah, so this episode will just end because we sort of decided on this like very last minute. Okay.
1: Goodbye. Go, Let they it go, as they would say in Frozen, in the Frozen, in the Frozen.
0: <laughs> like it's its own language. Like the kids, they all speak Frozen these days. I don't get it. They're talking about Olafs and woohoo's and summer sales. I get it. I I actually
1: quite like Frozen.
0: <laughs> I have seen Frozen. Twice and then heard the songs multiple times. Of course. Because I worked at a Christmas Wonderland event. <laughs> it's gonna be all and, over. It. And not only were they playing it over the speakers, but they had a little lady that would come out dressed as Elsa and sing it multiple times oh, during wow. the day. Terribly.
1: Actually had an Elsa.
0: Mm, she was terrible. <laughs>
1: Like they really, got who li- they could, and not, not like a oh a yeah, this professional. This,
0: this place was that that it was a you know when you see like Funfair in the park,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: sort of thing, and it's basically run by, and they've always got the ride with like rip off looking like Bugs Life stuff on it.
1: I get you, but, yeah,
0: yeah, because they've not updated the art in. No.
1: It works just fine. That's all you need.
0: The kids know what a bug's life is. They know who the caterpillar is. It's like <laughs> the kids are like looking at it like, I've no fucking clue what this is. What do you mean? Where- flick <laughs> flick is
1: still popular.
0: Toy story. More like boar story.
1: Oh, get some bugs on you.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> it was basically one of those, but inside.
1: Wow. Um
0: it was fucking awful. Yeah. If you ever wanted to hear Christmas songs on the 6th of January, oh God, <laughs> it was the place to be. That was a bit much. Mm. Uh, so it, yeah, uh, it was like one of those places where I was just like, do you know what? I don't need this last three days of pay.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> well, you just kind of peaced out. I
0: just, I just sort of text someone and just went, nah. Yeah, I'm not,
1: I'm not coming back.
0: <laughs> I'm not coming back. I'm going back to uni early. See ya. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I remember working at CEX. We had a couple of people that handled it like that. We had one person who just went out for lunch and never came back.
0: Oh, um, that's that's even worse because that's like actual like long-term employment sort of deal. This was
1: within my like first month of working there. It was someone who got taken on at the same time as me, and clearly they couldn't hack it. <laughs> so, yeah, they just left on their lunch and never came back. Um, there was one person who didn't show up for a shift. Um, And then we got an email from them during out the day just saying, hello, this is blank. I will not be returning to CEX, Milton Keynes. Thank you very much. (laughs) And that was it. Oh, (laughs) my God. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. That's like...
0: He was great, though. I like that guy. (laughs) That's, I mean, fair enough to be just honest about it and just straight up come out with it. But
1: Yeah, all sorts. All sorts happens at CEX. But at the same
0: time like there's been multiple jobs that I've like odd jobs you know like summer yeah. or um winter jobs that I've and had you did like just marshalling
1: like, at one point in you?
0: I did the marshalling for the for the uh um vaccines recently mm. which boy I thought my mum was exaggerating about the patients that come into that particular <laughs> surgery um but no no the just in general the general public i find to be <laughs>
1: the public are as bad as you've heard
0: yeah yeah um i don't like surprisingly the worst like the worst was that uh winter wonderland thing mm. Mm. because it was just it was either the it was either like the dregs of society of or the most karen <laughs> parents on the planet Um, which (laughs) Uh,
1: where's my fun cheap day out with my children? And Sutty's not
0: on. What do you mean Sutty's not on? I'm like, (laughs) ma'am, I did. I I, I'm in the cloakroom. I have no fucking (laughs) clue what's going on on the inside. I'm just trying to drown out the same Christmas playlist that's been going on for the last twenty days. (laughs)
1: I imagine you're I just, not a Christmas music fan now.
0: No, no, no. No. And this and this was like 5 years ago at this point. Yeah. 5 or 6 years ago. So I'm just like I <laughs> was slightly
1: less jaded at that point probably. I was
0: I was slightly slightly less jaded, but you know we were in uh we were in it's that second year of uni and it was oh, just man. like uh, it was just ago. like Yeah, I was just like fuck this. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> don't need this in my life. No sir.
0: Don't need this in my life. I'm just going to go straight back to uni.
1: Yeah. What
0: are you going to do? I live in Lincoln. I already got. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are you going to do? I will Not be literally pay me?
1: hours away. <laughs> mhm.
0: They still pay me for those 3 days I didn't work. Hey. I don't think anyone clocked on that I wasn't there. <laughs> because guess what on the 6th of January no fucker is there. Well,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> because Christmas is over. Christmas
1: is over and New Year's so- is over and everyone's is depressed.
0: Everyone's depressed, and everyone's surprisingly back in school. God, yeah, around that time, so they just carried on. It was weird. Sooty had no
1: one to perform for.
0: Sooty had no one to perform for. Uh, the Bugs
1: Life ride was was empty. Oh, damn.
0: The 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 rip off Frozen yeah. merchandise. Elsa
1: had no Elsa one. Elsa with perform. like.
0: Elsa with like a wonky eye.
1: Shadow wonky eye, did she?
0: The, the, all the toys had like defects oh, the toys on them. I see, right? They were, they were. Very... you talking about the
1: like fake singer that you had, the fake Elsa singer. Oh no, 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 no! She had the a fake. Wonky the... Eye.
0: No, the fake Elsa singer had more issues to deal with than <laughs> than a wonky eye. Like mm. she sounded like shit.
1: Fair. The singer needed uh, singing lessons. Yes, no. absolutely. Um... No, I actually, I actually put Frozen. Both Frozen 1 and Frozen 2 are pretty high up there on my Disney list. On your I'm Disney list? I a long time ago.
0: I don't know, like, I think my Disney opinions skew more towards, like, the non-musical ones, I think.
1: I'm a, I am a, a fan of the musicals, I will admit.
0: Um, Like, I love, love Atlantis. Oh, it didn't
1: make it that high up on my list.
0: Um, Lilo and Stitch. I so
1: just, found, just found it, actually, because we were going through them in alphabetical order and we stopped around M, I want to say, as we were getting into N. We just kind of fell off with it. Oh. So, but there are 53 movies on this list already. Because um, I love top. to rank things. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm very much a product of this YouTube internet age where, yes, I feel the need <laughs> to put everything in a list and, and debate with people why something is better than something else. I mean, I do the exact same thing, but I think I, it was when I did it with I all the Marvel movies and I was like, well, I've done all these now. I need something else.
0: I think uh, you're more committed to it because you actually put the list down instead I of just like list. attempting to I think keep it,
1: was, it in your head. Yeah. It was one of the, I think one of the things that we kind of had to agree on because uh, it was during the somewhat early stages of me and Hannah um, dating. And she was like, I can't believe how few Disney movies you've actually seen. And she was like, I love <laughs> Disney movies. We're going to watch them. And I was like, only if I can rank them though. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why I did. And Frozen 2 and Frozen 1 are numbers three and four on my list of 53. Ooh. There you go. I really like Ooh. Frozen um,
0: I'm trying to think, like, outside like, Atlantis and Lilo and Stitch. Where
1: was Atlantis? Because we definitely watched Atlantis. 43, I'm afraid. I
0: oh. love that movie because it is such, like, not a Disney movie when you think about it. Yeah,
1: no, I, do, I get that, yeah.
0: There is a large portion of that movie where everyone is sort of just depressed.
1: We specifically love the, the cast of side characters, I think, is what gave it the most goodwill. Uh, yes. The random mold. motley crew of people they have. The guy who sorts out all of the supplies for the trip, and he's talking about paper clips. Big yes. ones. That's a regular <laughs> quote <laughs> among, among me and Hannah big ones. <laughs> big <Beague> ones. <laughs> because of his paper clips. But yeah, Atlantis is, it is okay. I just wasn't massively fussed by it when I watched it. But then again, I have only watched most of these once. And it could have very well been a case where I just wasn't in the mood for it at the time. Because um, I'm very aware that that does happen sometimes <laughs> when I'm ranking these things, and I'm like, I don't remember it being that bad. But mm. yeah,
0: this maybe. happened to me. This happened to me recently because I watched some of Blade Runner 2049, and Ooh, neither yeah. neither me or my dad were in the mood for Blade Runner 2049. So Hannah maintains
1: like... that she hates that movie
0: <laughs> just because of 2049? how long it
1: is. Oh, uh, I love how she was long... like, I fell asleep in the cinema when I was watching it and I was like, all right, okay, but... I,
0: I love how long and boring it is. Yeah, I just love how everything looks. That's enough for me. But yeah, that's enough for me. I even like Jared Leto in that movie because it is the perfect movie for him. Sure. Why not? Which is which is slightly aloof and... Yeah. Um, vaguely vaguely uh, pompous. I'm not it. trying to be too
1: wacky like he is with the Joker. Hmm.
0: Bad, bad joker, bad joker, get the newspaper, bad, whack him <laughs> on the nose, bam. Um, oh, man. Can't say that about Mugen Train.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I did I did mean to to bring that up, actually, I, if you I, weren't I, going to. I was going to be like, oh, I, you I, saw I, it, didn't you?
0: I did, and do you know what? I can't believe they've made an anime movie that actually matters. Yeah like to he... the la- uh, to the long
1: to the actual to the long overarching story yeah
0: yeah and it's smartly done because it's like even even reading like a interview or like how the production went and mm. stuff like that they're like hey yeah this this arc doesn't really justify like a season or a few episodes mm. it would take up too much time of like a season that's probably going to be mm. fairly fast-paced moving now that we've got past all the setup and everything. Big train,
1: yeah. I um, Yeah, because I I do think, yeah, having... Because of everything that does happen in the movie, I think if they were to do that as a TV series, it would be a mistake, because it would literally be like an entire season of a TV show just all in one location, pretty much. Um, yes. Which is, would be a bit like, meh, for some people. I personally wouldn't hate it, but I can see why they wouldn't do it.
0: Yeah, um, but it is also just a great way of just hey, maybe some of these arcs will just be movies, mm. uh, which I would be down for. Like, if there's every, like, I don't know, every couple years or so, they just go, hey, we're going to do another Demon Slayer movie, but it's like...
1: Yeah, the people that I know who have read the whole thing are like, they might do the rest, well, a large portion of the rest of the of the story as a series, and then the finale will be a movie with How big and bombastic mm. that is, apparently, they think that'll probably be the next movie if they do do another one. Um, mm, so I,
0: yeah, uh, it is, it is all, it was a lot of fun. I had, mm. I, w- I went in, I went in, and like, the, the, it is, it's not a slow moving movie, but it's no. surprisingly long for like when you think about anime movies mm. in like the concept of like a dragon ball movie or yeah, whatever, that was exactly like, my which, point of reference.
1: I was like, some of those are like 50 minutes long.
0: Yeah. It's like, t- they're just big TV episodes at the end of the day. and like, yeah. Okay. Like, um, parts of this definitely felt like TV movie. Sure. Yeah. Stuff, but not in a way that's like,
1: um, it kind of just felt like you were watching the show at points. Yeah. And but then obviously like, during the big budget fights and stuff, it felt more like a movie. But yeah, for a lot of it, it was just like, yeah, I'm just watching Demon Slayer in the cinema. Just watching the show. Yeah. I, and you know, the animation was f- oh
0: great. Uh, some
1: of I, Rengoku's big fiery oh, moves with his big fiery tiger and all that. Oh,
0: oh uh I think the only thing that looked a little bit naff was the big uh jelly.
1: The big jelly,
0: <laughs> well that the
1: first lad turns into
0: uh no the the, what the the the, uh the point of the movie where the train actually you go suddenly go oh yeah this is called mugen train Mm -hmm. and then the train is a thing and it gets the big jelly on it
1: yeah the the main well the 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 first villain yeah uh he merges with the train
0: Yes, the yeah. the main the main villain. I thought you meant like the first villain they set up, but it, at the end of season two, and then he just gets immediately annihilated. Yeah, within the first five minutes of the film, and it's hilarious because <laughs> you're just like this himbo is yeah, this
1: random demon. Yeah,
0: uh, like um,
1: Rengoku just yeah nukes him.
0: Reng- Rengoku is massive
1: himbo energy. I love him. Yeah, I, he he's a he... very much a, a Jacob character. Yeah, he he's like he's he's pretty wholesome, but also kind of badass and really strong. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, he was. It was it was one of those where I was just like, this guy's either going to be really annoying, or <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it it like, and I saw the sub, so this is the first time I was watching ah, the sub. Yeah, yeah um, no, I was the
1: same way actually. Yeah,
0: uh, because I I watched all the dub while doing other stuff, because it's not really a show you need to, yeah. you know, you focus on the fight sequences, but you kind of get the gist whenever they're talking yeah. and stuff like that. No, that's it's... exactly
1: what I did. Yeah, we watched all of it on Netflix in English and then saw the movie in Japanese. Like I said last week, we didn't even know what language we were walking into when we went into the <laughs> cinema. Um, it turned out to be Japanese, and I was like, oh, all right, that's fine. And it was, yeah, it was really good.
0: Um, I much prefer osuke in Japanese.
1: Yeah, uh, I can see that.
0: He's a lot less annoying to listen to.
1: I don't know if going Uh, forward we might just end up watching it in Japanese. Um, I
0: I think now that I'm all aboard the Demon Slayer Mugen Train. You're all aboard
1: the Mugen Train.
0: (laughs) I'm all aboard the Mugen Train. I am 100%... Gonna just start watching it in sub so
1: that I can Yeah.
0: I'm I'm even I'm even going to read the manga. This Ooh, is yes. this is how much on the train I am.
1: Mm. It's um, funny you say about Inosuke's voice being um less irritating in Japanese. Um I also found Zenitsu a lot less in, um annoying as well, because yes. he's one of my big sticking points with the English version is good lord, I find Zenitsu so annoying for 90% of the show. He is I
0: and it's not even like I can see what the voice actor is trying to do.
1: He's the wimpy guy. So he's the
0: wimpy guy. And it's obvious, like he's been told
1: to do it like this, but then he's just like, Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm just trying to think of like other cowardly characters in animes that I've watched. Like um, weirdly enough, they all seem to be voiced by the same guy, but people like Krillin and uh, Usopp in One Piece as well, um, both voiced by Sonny Strait. And I'm like, he does a cowardly character, but doesn't make it so, so pantomime <laughs> to the point no, where like, I'm just like, oh, shut up. Like, Krillin's fucking iconic. Yeah. Like,
0: like, he's, you know, I prefer Dragon Ball Krillin over Dragon Ball Z Krillin, because yeah, yeah. poor Dragon Ball Z Krillin, he just gets fucking...
1: <laughs> well, and he's, and a, he's a human like, in a Saiyan TV show, so yeah, that's why. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it it's just like, the fight That they have in Dragon Ball where they're one on one and they're almost going blow for blow. Mm. But it's clear Goku's like outmatched Krillin, but he's, you know, Krillin uses his brain rather than his brawn. Yeah. Um, And then suddenly it's just like, you start watching Z and it's just like, well, he got blown up, he died, (laughs) he got eaten,
1: all sorts. he's,
0: he's, He's dead again. The best Three Krillin times. gets
1: is that his move is the move that kind of kills Freezer the first time. With the Destructor yes. disc. <laughs> even then that was Freezer doing it and not him. But uh, yeah.
0: yeah. I <laughs> funny yeah, enough, when,
1: when you're saying about um having a movie that actually matters in the grand arcing story of things, um I did have a quick thought about Broly as well. But even then, Broly could easily be like a standalone thing that they don't reference at all in whatever they do next in Super.
0: Well, because the Super manga is still going on. It is,
1: they've had the whole uh, Moro arc.
0: And I think... I don't think they've made direct reference to it, but I think it basically just picks up from where... Yeah, wherever they were. Wherever they were. Um, so I could see, like... Because obviously, like, they didn't... The... the, the Broly movie was completely original. There's no manga mm. rock of the Broly stuff. Yeah. So, God fucking knows. Like maybe, maybe I hope they don't do um, what they did with uh, uh, the two movies where they converted them to the TV series.
1: Oh yeah, because that that was uh, it's, not great.
0: <laughs> no, because it was like it was like oh, I get to watch these movies, but less quality yeah longer more drawn out and also um like it just it just basically eliminates like maybe a quarter of super
1: yeah i don't remember hating watching those arcs again because it had been quite a long time since i watched the two other movies so i was like oh i'm happy to experience them again but yeah no it it was definitely far lesser in quality (laughs) um especially yeah, the animation um, the animation in those I, early super seasons is rough yes,
0: because um, I watched um, Battle of the Gods before mm. starting super, I was like, oh, I'll no. watch this and, and <laughs> see what, you know, it's obviously like they're going to pick up from, you know, I barely knew yeah. what was going on and it was just like,
1: oh you're just like, oh, I've got to catch I've, up on, on Dragon Ball, so I'll watch the two movies and then they'll follow on from <laughs> there and, and it <laughs> was
0: like Oh no! Ooh.
1: We're picking oh. up after the Boo saga again.
0: Oh Ooh. god! Like that—the the, the first episode where he's like doing his farming and stuff like that's fine, but
1: yeah, the slice of life stuff. Slice of life episodes. stuff, like, like yeah, seeing Vegeta <laughs> being a dad. Um, yeah, that's yeah, great. Fine. Uh, Pic-
0: Piccolo doing babysitting.
1: Yeah, Piccolo being just a use- better dad than Goku could ever be. Say <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so this uh, is the number one Piccolo stand. I've come to appreciate Piccolo so much in my older age, where I'm just like, Piccolo's got such big dad energy with she with does. Gohan, and I appreciate it so much because Goku's a and... shit dad. <laughs> Goku's terrible, and the only person that
0: seems to like clock onto this is Piccolo. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Goten just doesn't have any frame of reference for what a better dad is, Not really, because he doesn't he doesn't even have the Piccolo training because Piccolo's no. fucking dead or whatever. While Oh no, he no, Piccolo just sort of resented having to do it all over again in the yeah, Boo Saga. I think he was
1: protector of Earth at that point as well. Like the Roman um, wow. Up in Kami's <laughs> Lookout and stuff. I have a very hazy recollection of the Boo Saga because I only watched that once.
0: Yes, it's not very good. Um, it, I've it watched is... the
1: Saiyan stuff and I've watched Freezer and Cell at least more than once, but Boo yep. Saga I've only watched once.
0: Yeah, the Boo Saga has it, it is the point of like Ah, uh, ah, uh, he is definitely stretching. Yeah, he's he, he's realised he's got to do this all over again.
1: Well, you, I have heard some kind of. Um, I was going to say backstage. Clearly, I'm far used to wrestling terminology. Um, behind the scenes, I suppose. Uh, yeah, kind of reports from from back when Toriyama was making it, and things were changing so much on a week to week basis. And it's like, well, you can kind of see that that kind of started. With the Cell saga, because I think he wanted to finish Z after Freezer. Um, well, yeah, So show you what. They were like, yeah, but it's a really popular manga, though. Can you keep going? <laughs> and so it was just kind yeah. of coming up with stuff on the fly. Um, I remember specifically hearing about how much the Android saga got changed because they introduced Dr. Giro and Android 19. Um, and the kind of people behind Shonen Jump were like, oh, is that it? Is that are those the villains that you're bringing in after Freezer? because they're kind of underwhelming so he was like oh shit I've got to come up with more androids instead because I said there'd be androids so then he brought in 17 and 18 and then the people in Shonen Jump were like kind of don't like the idea of the main villains just being two young kids though and so he was like fine I'll fucking make Cell then <laughs> and it's yeah. like yeah it, the, the it, tumultuous development of DBZ after Frieza um, is if you can very you know, much see it in the Boo saga as well
0: and the and the complete revulsion of the idea of goku not being the main yeah, character even I, though it clearly made sense for him to just fuck off
1: oh uh, yeah it was it was easily set up to be gohan even by the end of the cell saga it was so set up to be gohan yeah and <laughs> um, you know and i mean the stuff in the early boo saga where it's like gohan in high school and he's the great man and all that stuff that stuff isn't great i will admit but i think it could have been salvaged i still think gohan would have been a perfectly fine protagonist going forward without goku there
0: yeah i, I don't mind the great Man stuff it's fine it but like i think i think it's mostly because my main reference for it is the anime mm. which that latter half of that anime is not good the thing is. the thing
1: about great saiyaman is is i think it's it channels a lot of original dragon ball energy when people were far used to z at that point
0: yes like, this isn't
1: dbz this is like a lot more quirky and light-hearted and this just isn't what dbz is um, yeah, yeah. It, it was and that was the yeah, problem that gt I, had in its early run as well aside from other things because GT's bad in a lot of ways but yeah, the early episodes of Dragon Ball GT are also very original Dragon Ball in their tone and stuff and I think just yeah, people just didn't like, want that anymore
0: No, it was like, a, okay, we did our Super Serious, now we're gonna go do like hey, people like original Dragon Ball still, so we're gonna nostalgia, yeah um, like I went into Travelling Man for to go see what Gundams they had in, in stock and I was like I looked up the shelf and there was uh Gumpla, Goku, and Vegeta. And I was like, oh. And then I looked closer and it was Dragon Ball GT oh, Vegeta. Oh. Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta. Uh, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta.
1: I still think Super Saiyan 4 is lame. A lot of people have come around to it in recent years, now that people are weirdly looking back at GT with a sense of nostalgia. And yep, it's been are- in like mm-hmm. those weird web show spin offs it's had and yep. it's been in Xenoverse too and and it's, I'm just these, like it's even in fighters, people, I think as well. Um and people these are people yeah aren't
0: to be trusted. I'm just like these are the
1: just because it's old doesn't mean it's suddenly good now. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> these are the same people that trick themselves into thinking the uh prequel trilogy of Star Wars is good by getting
1: invested in the Star Wars memes. The, yeah, they that and also I think a lot of people are uh, not happy with how the sequel trilogy went. So people are looking back at the prequels now and being like, maybe they weren't <laughs> quite so bad and then and then none of them have actually sat down to watch them properly <laughs> episode 3 and... yes one and two not so much no episode 3 is like i think revenge of the sith has some redeeming qualities
0: it has a 40 fi- 40 minute lightsaber sequence yes. that even in the even in the back st- in even in the in the behind the scenes documentaries about it they were like yeah this is too much <laughs>
1: Is this just the culmination of the, the Anakin story leading like into him Clo- becoming Darth Vader?
0: I do I do think like um what's he called? Uh Dave Cowboy Hat Man. Yeah, he's now basically in charge of the creative uh yeah. Star Wars.
1: Because he's got creative control, brother.
0: He's got creative control, he's got it in his contracts, he can do what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna show up on house tours. Um <laughs> uh, He's getting ready, brother. He's getting yeah. ready.
1: no. It's in very safe hands with Dave Filoni because everything he's yeah. made, pretty much for Star Wars, has been good. He, him, and
0: whoever he has on his writing staff mm. consistently just understand what Star Wars is.
1: Yeah, like early um, early seasons of the Clone Wars. Some of it can be a bit ropey.
0: because um, it's I a kids' show. What do you expect? It's a, what, what, but, one, it's a kids' show, yeah. but also two. I think it's while Lucas was still possibly fairly in control because like you gotta remember everything had to go like get thumbs up for so mm. do you know what we say that like wrestling overshadows like a lot of our talk about stuff mm. like you know how we talk about things where we're just like ah he's got creative control brother like wrestling but, yeah. but D- D- feloni and his team were probably writing a tv show that got past George Lucas to the point of like, okay, now they've got creative freedom. It's the
1: Vince McMahon parallel. We've got to go through yeah. that one old man to make sure it's okay. <laughs> um,
0: wow, like I, th- I think I think Dave Filoni's episode of The Mandalorian, yeah,
1: yeah, was
0: yeah. like I know he ended up being a producer, or executive producer on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think he, I can't remember which episode it was. I can't remember the Oh he did the um Ahsoka? I think did he do the Ahsoka episode? Maybe. I know he I can't remember which one. I know he wrote one of them.
1: He wrote it really one. It's pretty wondrous how well Ahsoka has turned out in the universe of of yeah. Star Wars. Like, she's a great character. And it's like, yeah, she just she was just like this. She was this character that was very much added in because it was a kids show, and it was like the kids needed a young person to relate to. And now she's the one of the
0: better realized she's characters. Genuinely,
1: one of the best parts of the expanded universe. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. He did the Jedi and my other favorite Mandalorian episode, "The Gunslinger," um, mm. which was the one where he goes to Tatooine and finds Boba Fett, uh, armor yeah. being uh, appropriated. Mm. Uh which is fucking great. Because you just like, you're just like, ah, it's gonna be Bob Fett, it's Bob Fett, and then it's just like nah, <laughs> we, we we know you want it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I recognize
1: the things on this screen.
0: I recognize it. it's not it's not but yeah. I saw
1: it and I clapped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Consume the content. Eat it the broke slot.
1: new ground. <laughs> Well, I don't like watch Shit. any red letter media really anymore, but I still go back and watch that clip fairly regularly. <laughs> That's the broke uh, improm- yeah, uh, new ground. They just they they just
0: hit a hundred episodes of
1: best of the worst,
0: best of the worst. Yeah, well, I'm still subscribed episodes. to them,
1: but I just I just don't have the time with everything else that I watch and play. It's quite sad because I really do enjoy their stuff still. But
0: yeah, they 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 are. Um, you you dedicate time to
1: they become like, one of your main youtube bays.
0: yeah cuz you know oh my god all right so i just wanted to, i just like um there is so many warhammer games okay <laughs> i i'm i'm sorry i was just looking like i was just seeing if there was anything on steam that was new or whatever while while oh, we were chatting yeah, then yeah. and there is a steam sale at the minute for specifically for warhammer stuff
1: yeah, I know the Total War ones are good. I've played Total Warhammer 1. Um, it's like... New... Because uh, doesn't, like, Vermintide come under that?
0: Vermintide's Warhammer. There's, um well, there's the new first-person shooter, Necromunda.
1: Necromunda. God, that's Warhammer as well. Um, There's the, obviously Space Marine and... Space Marine. 40K stuff.
0: New launches, new game launch on Steam, Warhammer Combat Cards, 3rd of oh. June 2021.
1: Cards, you say?
0: <laughs> Warhammer Quest Silver Tower.
1: Um, man. Oh, One God. of those universes that I've just never really gotten into.
0: I love what what they do with that universe. Like it is still so delightfully 80s grim. <laughs>
1: I played one D&D-style RPG that never finished in the Warhammer universe, and that's pretty much it. Other than, yeah, playing a little bit of Total War Warhammer when that came out. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: they, it, it. Warhammer still manages to, like, keep hold of that 80s feeling of fantasy, even with 4 k mm. Like, it's still... I it's not it's not gothic but it's
1: i think i know what you mean though like when i'm picturing yeah. what i remember the art style to kind of be and the sort of aesthetic influences it has it, it does seem kind of retro in its
0: yeah it's DNA. chunky it's grotty yeah it's slightly fascistic <laughs> it kind of reminds you of judge dread
1: yes yeah that's a good shout
0: you could imagine it being in a issue of two thousand AD.
1: Yeah. Oh man.
0: With like a a giant, um, <laughs> a giant, just a a giant like big special font like it's the Space
1: Marine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I think I, I want to say that because um, my mum works in a library. Um, they every now and then get rid of some of their old stuff and it's like oh the staff can you know buy it for like 50p each one and my mum got me like a bunch of the graphic novels they were getting rid of and I want to say it was one of those like 2000 AD sort of ones that my mum got and I just remember being like the fuck is this this isn't yeah. this isn't Marvel or DC what what the hell <laughs> I remember being so confused by it yeah
0: yeah Benito. I <laughs> um yeah 2000 ad like you 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 forget how deep like that rabbit hole goes and like who owns it and because like rebellion own it Mm. and so like and then you then you start looking at what rebellion own aside from 2000 ad and the video game stuff and it's just like holy shit yeah they are a powerhouse if there ever was one. <laughs> it's no wonder I didn't get the job with them because it's like they're looking for the top tippity top because yeah. they're an actual like super large business, not just putting out kind of lame video games every now and then.
1: <laughs> um, I have just realized that we managed to get onto this topic somehow all the way from Demon Slayer Moog Train.
0: <laughs> well,
1: you know, yeah, we went from Demon Slayer to DBZ to Star Wars and then to this
0: to this Um, well a bit of red light media in between as well a little bit of red light media gotta get those uh, well everything seems to be leaking as well so I was gonna I was gonna ask if you had seen uh, what um uh, leaks leaks there's a leaked game list posted on reddit that's been confirmed ooh for what for 2k's upcoming games
1: oh no I've not seen this let me look it up yeah.
0: NBA 2K22 what a surprise uh, a, a game a new action game said to be really early in development
1: oh, wow.
0: codename Vault V-O-L-T Vault okay. Cthulhu meets Saints Row oh alright looks pretty unfinished uh, what about codename Daffodil
1: Codename Daffodil.
0: A Borderlands spin off featuring Tiny Tina.
1: Oh, man. The
0: name could be Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, mm. as this is the name that Gearbox already has trademarked. I'm
1: sure the young teenagers will enjoy that.
0: <laughs> um, Multi class heroes to play as. The spin off is rumored since last year. And then, codename Coda. From Firaxis.
1: Yeah. I've just got the list in front of me now. This looks quite interesting.
0: A Marvel turn-based action game. Yeah. XCOM with Marvel Heroes. Marvel vs. Rabbids. Marvel versus Rabbids. <laughs>
1: uh, no, that sounds like a cool idea, though. I like the idea of... Because obviously they've got well, the Avengers game that came out was pretty wank. So, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, no, if we can make a, a nice strategic, proper video gamey in the good ways, um, Marvel superhero game, yeah, I'm all about it.
0: I mean, like, I, 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 you know, I don't want to say like I'm excited for what Disney are doing because like Disney is still Disney. Like, you, you know, you can't really. It feels weird to say like. I'm a fan of what this corporation is planning to do with their properties. <laughs> um, but they are being real smart with like, hey, why don't we just fucking siphon all this shit out to everybody?
1: To people who supposedly uh, know what they're doing, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. They've had a few rough starts here and there, but yeah, they've brought I, I know they've brought people on to that team that know what the fuck they're doing. Mm. Um I think John T uh, John Drake is now um who used to work for Sony all right um he used to work for Sony he used to work for uh basically he's like he at Sony he was basically one of the people that would bring on the third parties and hmm. stuff like that um and then he also used to work for harmonics
1: oh cool yeah
0: um as basically there's pr guy hmm. so
1: he knows what he's doing yeah um obviously you think about kind of the the marvel heroes and how they all have their own kind of independent skill sets and stuff that could create some interesting scenarios for a game like this
0: he is the vice president of biz dev and licensing for disney basically oh, okay. he's got he's the right guy cuz he's got the friends he's got the connections <laughs> all these fucking different companies so that's why you start to see like disney suddenly go like you know hey 2k why don't you do this square why don't you do this okay you fucked it up <laughs> uh, i know john i know i know drake came on after the facts once the uh, avengers was announced and stuff like that um, I think it's now why you're starting to see like rumored Ubisoft Star Wars stuff, and mm. um, they're just sort of going like, you know what, we did the, the video game stuff fucked up last time for us, so we'll uh, just fucking outsource it this time. Speaking so of, read, in in
1: less than a week's mm. time, actually, we'll have the the Ubisoft press conference. We'll be hitting E three season
0: with a rumored Rabbits two. Rabbit. Mario versus Rabbids. T- Mario, oh, Mario versus, versus Rabbids. Rabbids 2. 2.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Alright. I've still uh, not played the first one after like every Nintendo sale, seeing that it's on sale, and being like, eh, maybe. And then I just never I, do. I got it for $7.99 in one of
0: those sales. Yes. Uh I love what it does. Like with the Rabbids and mm. Mario. And it's nice to have Mario not in like Nintendo hands and being yeah explicitly molded in the way that they've made Mario for the last few years and like being a little bit you know looser with uh with yeah. it, with the Mario franchise but it, it was just kind of boring
1: yeah oh, fair enough <laughs> it,
0: it was it was like it was like at the start you're like oh xcom mario sort of deal but then it's just like uh i can't get it and these battles take so long. Yeah, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for the. You gotta wait for the other side to do their moves. Mm. And, then, and then, you're you constantly just like, oh, for fuck's well, sake, I gotta do
1: this again. Hopefully, they build build on that for number two. Yeah,
0: I, I hope it's like a lot faster in number two, mm. and just a lot more like maybe a lot more in depth, like because it, it it you hit like a certain point and then that game sort of just does not continue to... <laughs> it
1: keeps going, but you just don't really feel like you're progressing.
0: Y- yeah, there's no like level of complexity each mm. time. It's just like, ah, we put more enemies. More guys. Here's the big enemies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now there's three of them. More. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to do the same three things three times, but hope to God that one of them doesn't manage to get me with their 55% chance hit. <laughs>
1: um yeah, well,
0: yeah. Yeah. Ubisoft
1: uh, less than a week.
0: Ubisoft. Yeah. Well, yeah, fucking the E3 is
1: um, oh, I'll be I'll be around for all of it as time off I've got. Um it,
0: it is such a weird
1: just seem to have come rounded, like So there's not been much fanfare or, or anything, obviously. Well,
0: 12th to the 15th of June, and then I think there's going to be stuff either beforehand or...
1: Nintendo have a, a thing at the tail end of it. They have a Nintendo Direct.
0: Yep, yeah, uh, which for the last week has been hotly anticipated that they're going to do something before E3 because Ooh. uh many different companies have now managed to uh get uh what's it called uh into like this you know like GameStop and stuff like that yeah. like across the world like all these game shops like especially in france where they probably have to contend with like french laws and eu laws to mm. get things in sooner whatever i don't know uh but yeah uh switch pro has begun to uh, yes get hotter and hotter as time goes on um i think every day this week uh, there has been at least one day, at least one tweet or two, you know, one mm. major tweet or something going around like, there is going to be it's a Switch happening. reveal.
1: Might it's happening. <laughs> um, my Switch, I, it is, like I've said before, it's it's not kind of showing any signs of dying, but I feel like it will be on its way out soon. <laughs> uh, so I'll probably, yeah, I might partake in a Switch Pro if one were to happen. Yeah, I would.
0: <laughs> I, You know... I, it it would not even be a question i would pre order that shit almost fucking immediately i don't like Bam. because i know exactly what's going to happen with that shit it is going to be out of stock for at least a year
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: um so i you know it's it is bad that i have to that like we have to fucking like fight one another for these <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking consoles <laughs> Like, did you see what they were doing in America for the new graphics cards?
1: Um, uh, I know then, that they came out and they instantly <laughs> all sold out pretty much.
0: Y- yeah. So, Best Buy, to counteract like bots buying a thing, um, forced people to go uh, collect them physically. Yeah, And in- given a human a- element. You-, you had to enter a queue, you got a ticket. Mm hmm. You to go to the store, and at the store, I think you could pay. Fair enough. Um, And it was one per customer, so it was just like, well, the bots didn't really succeed that time round, but they did sell out immediately mm. uh, without fucking fail.
1: Yeah, and I know, I know uh, a friend of mine, the friend of mine who helped um Hannah build her PC, he wanted one, and yeah, had absolutely no luck whatsoever. Yeah,
0: um... So the times for E3 this year. So E3 mm. is E3 is in one a weird position as it is because it's just no longer really relevant. It's not really it's a just...
1: thing. It's like we call it E3 but it's realistically just companies doing their own thing.
0: Well there's there's stuff under the ESA. Mm. Um they they are doing they are doing some form of a show between the 12th and 15th yeah, of June. Yeah. But yes, you are right. For the most part, it is just a lot of companies sort of going like, "Well, we're either under the ESA umbrella, or we're just going to do our own thing," like Devolver usually do. Mm. Um, Sony will be not there. I yeah, will tell you that. I was going to say
1: it was one of the things that I looked at on the the kind of prospective calendars that have been out. I've been like, "Oh, they're uh, not. They're not." Yeah,
0: not seen they they sort of uh, skipped it last. They skipped it last year and they didn't appear at 2019. Yeah. Well, last year was cancelled, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know everyone skips it. But uh they'll have a PS5 focused event named the Future of Gaming. Oh. Uh, I mean, oh no, that's what that's what they ran last year. They ran that last oh, year. Yeah. Uh that was about the new console last year. That's when um so I don't know. Maybe yeah. I, I think I think they're just into their little uh, direct-esque
1: things, aren't they? Ugh. Yeah, I've not been a fan of those really recently, because <laughs> i have been for nothing yeah. that I've cared about. Um, yeah, uh, yeah I, something... don't know. I don't know what they're going to... The... Because they don't typically announce these very far in advance either, so it's like, <laughs> something could come up. Yeah. Small, uh, they, they, they
0: are they are down for uh, the Summer Game Fest, ah. So which is Thursday, 10th of June, so they'll probably just bombard that with trailers of stuff (laughs) because uh, to be honest like a lot of the stuff at the minute is getting either delayed or pushed back to next year Mm. God of War Um, being one of them God of War being one of them and then also people getting very irate that that game is also coming to PS4 Um, which like if you have a PS5 like great you're getting the best version of that game like it's not going to affect
1: you if someone else can not, play it on a PS4.
0: I think the only way it's going to fucking affect you is if you
1: accidentally download the PS4 version, which is kind of on your own stupidity at that point.
0: Which is on your own stupidity, but also like I, I, I did hear like a, a few people saying like, yeah, if you ha- had Call of Duty, it didn't really signify which version was the PS5.
1: You just have to be careful version. with these things. As long as you're aware of it, it's like as long as you're aware of well, it. As someone but who when who uses it, the PS5 store, I'm like it's not exactly in your face which version is which but also it's pretty easy to find out which one is which if you just look into it
0: yeah um but i think it's like when that console first launched from the home screen it was like Mm. i'm installing this version and it's just like why this is the (laughs) ps4 version stop don't need it (laughs) don't need it um yeah Yeah. so the gorilla collective part one which i guess is like I, I guess that is today at some point.
1: The gr- what? <laughs> uh, fuck knows. Grab up a vesting. Uh, 2021 it's
0: Returning for a second year, the indie-focused Guerrilla Collective has two streams running on the first on the Saturday's fifth and twelfth oh, yeah. of June. Oh, plans to reveal fresh trail, oh, it's basically eighty games set to be featured across the two events. It's going to be just fucking everything and anything that sits in Steam in the next all the indie games few weeks. All the indie games. Uh, there is a Battlefield reveal on Wednesday, June 9th Oh, uh, Summer Game Fest is June tenth.
1: Jeff Keely's Summer Game
0: Fest. Jeff Keely's Summer Game Time. Big Jeff. Jeff Ke- on the beach yeah. like MTV on the beach.
1: Show us uh, your next Jeff.
0: Tea in the park with Jeff T. Keighley. <laughs> G in the park. <laughs> G in the park. Oh.
1: Yeah,
0: but I'm just imagining just a very lonely Jeff Keighley just in him the park.
1: In the park <laughs>
0: yeah. with a microphone. And every now and then a developer comes up and goes. Yeah, we're making Mario 6. <laughs> in comes
1: Hideo Kojima. Ha
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm making a I'm making a new strand game. Oh, what? What oh right, yeah. You tried to make a genre last year <laughs> the last time around. And it oh, is work. that what okay. that's supposed
1: to be? Its own the genre. Str-
0: a strand game was what Death Stranding was. Oh, it's a strand game. Right. well maybe we'll uh, see some more. Which basically just means asynchronous multiplayer. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about the Koch prime time conferences. What the the Koch 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 Media Koch Coke Coke Media. No, uh, it's K O C H Koch. I don't know how do you pronounce that. I'm gonna I'm gonna Koch (laughs) Charles Koch.
1: How do you pronounce? How do you? Yeah, (laughs) Koch.
0: Uh, Here's a big video. I hope it's. Coke. Coke, Coke Media. What's Coke? You are right. Hey. you are right. Coke Media. Um, they are the guys that basically own are one of those companies that have secretly been like buying up multiple different things, kind of like a THQ Nordic.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: you know they got the they've got that Deep Silver. They do, uh, which is Saints Row, Dead Island, and Metro. Like people, mm. um, don't know don't know what they're gonna show. Uh, like you're a gamer here, speculating that it'll probably be Saints Row related.
1: Uh yeah, fair enough. Uh, I haven't seen one don't of those exp- in a little
0: while. Uh, but don't like expect like um, that recently announced Time Splitters. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. They 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 could literally just announce fucking anything because of the companies that they own. Like mm. I don't even know who's under Deep Silver, coke Co- Media. Uh I'm gonna have a look. Um but then also like after that is uh, uh more Gorilla Collective, which you know, more indie games. Mm. Uh Ubisoft. Ubisoft as you mentioned yeah, on- this time next week. Well, eight yeah. PM next Week's week. Time, yeah. Um Ubisoft, which so they show uh, we talked about that last week with Far Cry Six. Oh
1: mm. uh, no, they did, didn't they?
0: Yeah. Rainbow, the new Rainbow Six Quarantine or Parasite or whatever else they decide to call it. Mm. Um, do you think after 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 last year uh, events with Ubisoft mm. and the various um, shenanigans that they were getting up to? <laughs> it's one way of um, it Do you think they show Beyond Good and Evil two to like oh. justify like Hey, this is real. We're getting our shit together.
1: Oh. I wouldn't bet on it just because I'm, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I don't know. Glass half empty when it comes to beyond good and evil at this point. But I, you know, you break the internet if it did. So maybe because that demo that they
0: gave that one E3 a few years ago, mm. uh, did not did not overwhelm people as they expected. I don't no. think because. Because it was literally like, here is a tech demo. You can we can zoom all the way out. We can change the <laughs> lighting. It's just like, oh, this is like actually just a tech demo. You mm. guys don't have a game.
1: You <laughs> got some real nice CG trailers that you showed us, but mm-hmm. not an actual game. as a
0: Ubisoft game is usually want to do. Yeah. Um. After that is the Sunday. This mm. is weird to have them like on We've a Sunday a, and Saturday. We do
1: also have a Gearbox event. The same day.
0: Oh, there's a gearbox event. Yeah, uh, so I've
1: got I'm on I'm on Games Radar right now. Oh um, yeah. Obviously we got we got Devolver on June 12th as well. Supposedly. We haven't given the time for it. Uh but yeah, Ubisoft Forward and Gearbox Entertainment are having their own event. So yeah, we very might see that Tiny Tina thing you were talking about, as well as everything mm. else that well, maybe a couple of things that were on the 2K thing. Um, Do you think they show the Borderlands trailer at that event okay. uh, for the movie? Oh, I reckon they might actually, because I know there's been set pictures and stuff at the very least that I've seen. Eli Roth's
0: mm. Borderlands movie.
1: Oh. He is
0: the perfect director for Borderlands. Yeah. Do you know why? Because he makes such messy movies. <laughs> That his tone, his tone of movies fits the messy tone of Borderlands. Yeah, you're probably right. Where it can't decide whether it's going to be full comedic or try and take things a little bit seriously. Mm. Like Eli Roth's cannibal film. For, uh, what was it called? Green something. I can't remember what it was called. Where, um, green it, it, Room? No, that Green Room mm. was uh, the one with uh, the guy from Star Trek um, that died. Yeah. Uh hang on. Green Inferno. Green Inferno uh, is a hyper-violent cannibal movie as you know classic style like cannibal holocaust and mm. stuff like that. Um, but the um <laughs> there is a there is a scene where like something major happens and then he decides, hey, now would be a good time for a diarrhea joke. <laughs> And this character is going to have violent diarrhea while just witnessing someone getting mutilated and eaten. Um, (laughs) And,
1: you know, uh, does sound pretty borderlands, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: I've not seen Um, this movie, but it sure sounds like it's a similar sense of humour, so yeah.
0: Hey, guess what? I don't recommend any Eli Roth movies. He is, (laughs) like, even even like Cabin Fever doesn't hold up because it's just like, it's such a weird fucking movie. Mm. yeah, after that, uh there is the Xbox and Bethesda Games
1: Showcase. Yeah, I guess it's their first joint mm. effort. <laughs>
0: it's it's not only that, but it is like what are the fucking companies um do they now own like like how many companies are going to fucking show up? Mm. Yeah. At this at this at this Bethesda Xbox showcase. Yeah. You got
1: the, the article I'm reading currently uh, says the teaser image, which you can see above, suggests Halo Infinite and Starfield are going to dominate the showcase.
0: I bet they would. I bet that is going to be, I think it's going to be like, I, I bet it would be about an hour long or so. Mm. There, there, 90 be... minutes,
1: according to this. 90
0: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I bet you're going to get like 25 minutes of Halo, 25 minutes of Starfield. Um And then the rest attack, but because like the other stuff that they've got on the line, like here is so you got your three four three, so that's your Halo Infinite. They've got a lot to fucking make up for, you know. Mm. F- considering that last showcase, um, I didn't
1: hate it, but yeah, I can see.
0: No, why. I loved what I, I loved what I saw, of, like how it's going to play and stuff like that. But yeah, it needed work on yeah how it looked, which. You know, it was in development. Like, I think the reaction to it was majorly blown out, but that's just me. I mean,
1: it's Halo. You know, it's one of those big franchises that people care a lot about.
0: And it's going to be real nice to play that on day one. PC.
1: Mm.
0: Game Pass. Oh.
1: Oh. Yeah. No, you guys have been telling me to get Game Pass for the longest time. And I'm like, I already use my PC for many games anymore. But I'm like, that'll probably be the time. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it is, uh, like, I know we sing Game Pass's praises quite a bit, but it is legitimately, like, one of the best deals that I currently pay money for. Mm, absolutely. Um, considering, like, the amount, like, okay, I don't play a lot on it because it is, like, my backlog is already fairly large. Mm. So I'm just like, ah, I should probably finish these games before I start digging into You're having Xbox you having the games. Savile problem. <laughs> Yes. Um <laughs> but like at the minute I've got installed like Wasteland 3, Tales of Vesperia, Ooh. Octopath Traveler, No uh, Man's yeah. Sky, Neo Automata, uh Knockout City, Hollow Knight, Hellblade, and Crosscode.
1: Yeah. That's some good uh, games.
0: Yeah, like Final Fantasy X just hit Game Pass. Ooh. Remnant from the Ashes just hit Game Pass so people who missed it when it was free on Epic Game Store
1: can now. You got it on Game Pass.
0: Got it on Game Pass. Mech Warrior 5, Psychonauts, yeah. Just Cause 4. These are just the new ones. Hell and then there's all the there's all the EA stuff as well. It's great. It's great. I, I love scrolling through it every now and then and going like I should play this and then are never playing it.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, all the Yakuza games are basically on there now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: the best version of 6, I guess, because it's not hampered by the PS4's sub-30 frames a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the other <laughs> companies... Uh, Squeenix. Ah, uh, no, the Xbox, like, oh, who else could about, show 3. Like, who the, fu- who, who the fuck's going to show up at this I fucking see, yes. thing? Uh, Compulsion Games, which is We Happy Few, Double Fine, which oh, yeah. have Psycho Psychonauts 2 they do. ready in the chamber, apparently. Uh, the initiative. Uh, which I guess is just like, hey, they're gonna be doing the perfect dark, so maybe there'll be more perfect dark to be shown. Yeah. In Exile Entertainment, which is such a weird situation with that. Cause it's like they now own all the original, like, interplay spin-offs and who you know, like Bethesda bought Fallout, mm. which was Interplay's biggest stuff outside of like, um, I guess Deus Ex. I think at the time. Yeah. No, not Deus Ex. That was that was uh, uh, Idos. Um, but yeah, no, it's like when it, it Interplay fucking imploded on itself. Like, Wasteland disappeared into the fucking fallout went to bethesda yeah um and and then like and and now you've got in exile who brought back wasteland um like the original team Mm. brought back wasteland you've got obsidian who will just like well if we can't have fallout new vegas and we can't have um and we can't have uh um a chance at Elder Scrolls or anything along those lines. Mm. We'll just make them ourselves. We'll Pretty just much. make we'll make we'll make the outer worlds and mm. we're gonna make that new one. I don't um, remember what it's
1: called, but I know exactly what avowed, you're
0: talking about. That was it. Avowed setting our own little little universe that we've made with the um, pillars of eternity because yeah. hey, people want those classic RPGs, so we're mm. just gonna fucking make those all over again. And then Microsoft just goes, "Well, what if we just bought the people that were ripping off?" <laughs> <laughs> uh Do you think Mojang will show anything for Minecraft? I'm gonna guess
1: there'll be mm, Minecraft featured in that thing. Maybe. Um, Ninja Series. Like, I don't even know if there's like a specifically a, a series S version of the game out already or whatever. But I oh, actually, I bet they show something along the lines of like minecraft
0: ray tracing coming to xbox Ooh, series x there you go um people love to ray nin-
1: trace nowadays oh yeah uh, ninja
0: theory um so they've got uh hell um hellblade 2 ah, yeah. mm. under their little i hope like ninja i know they were only working on one game because they're not a particularly massive mm. studio but i kind of weirdly would like to see an Enslaved 2 Oh yeah, um, or maybe just like, a pr- did that game get a re-release? I, I can't, can't remember think it that. ever
1: did. Um, uh, it might have come out that, on like PC, maybe like a like a year or two after or something. But that is, yeah, it, no, I, I I've always kind of wanted to play that, but never did.
0: Um. Oh yeah, there was. A, you're right. There was a PC version later on down the line. I I guess it's. I don't know who. I think it's a Namco deal. So I yeah. guess that would have to be it would have to go through them but that is a game that could really do with a fucking um remake because yeah boy that version that that 360 version did not play well it was it was a great game mm. kind of
1: but it was chugging yeah i'm wondering if it was if very... mechanically at its base level is it a bit dated by today's standards like would it feel like mass effect does now
0: uh, I think it would feel more like um, a slightly stiffer version of like A Devil May Cry, almost. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got your rares. Of course. Do you think they'll have anything?
1: Mm. I don't do you think know. That,
0: do you think it'll just be more Sea of Thieves stuff?
1: Yeah. No, you're probably right there, actually.
0: Um, playground games. Uh, I know they're i think i think playground games is basically next in like they're skipping uh the, the the they're doing forza horizon five
1: yeah
0: and i think they're skipping like i think they're giving turn ten studios more time with the regular forza game uh um, well but i know they're also developing the fa- next fable game so oh all right. Uh God knows. Yeah, this is turn ten, undead labs, which is State of decay. Uh worlds A- I wonder if state of decay will end up like if undead labs will be like, hey, and we're releasing the state of decay MMO, ba. ba, ba. Um and then there's all the all of Bethesda and Zenimax like cool. its software. I don't think its software will have anything to show, but I think machine games will. Okay. Uh, I think Machine Games might have either another teaser trailer for Indiana
1: Jones oh god yeah I forgot that was even a thing
0: and uh, that's also links back in with our fucking Disney chat before oh Uh, if you wanna if you wanna um, but also like hey do you think Wolfenstein 3
1: yeah when you said their name I was kind of like I guess that's probably a Wolfenstein thing then yeah (sighs) Um, I would really
0: like Wolfenstein 3. I didn't play Youngblood because I watched the cutscenes and I was like, I don't think I needed to play this game (laughs) Uh, because it is a cooperative, like, hey, here's all the features from Wolfenstein, but with, like, slight RPG mechanics thrown over the top. Don't need it. Uh, I think Arcane are, like, one of the weirder ones. I don't know what Arcane Studios are going to show because... Deathloop is a PS5 exclusive for the time being. True, yeah. A yeah. Microsoft subsidiary. Mm. Um, very odd. Very odd. Very odd. Uh, Bethesda, yeah. Starfield, I bet will be, and everyone will go. Where's uh, Where's Elder Scrolls Six? <laughs> <laughs> ah! and and, show, <laughs> show us some
1: fields.
0: Show uh, us some fields. ZeniMax Online. We'll probably have
1: I'll old. online.
0: <laughs> Currently working on a new unannounced IP and game engine. I bet oh. they'll tease that. Go on then. Um and then Tango Gameworks, which has Ghostwire Tokyo, which I think yeah, is another PS5 exclusive. Is, <laughs> <is>. <laughs> um and Roundhouse Studios, which is made up of previous developers of Human Head Studios, which are um uh, I have a, like, sort of like an eye on, like, low key. Okay. Because they are the developers of, they are the ones that finished the original Prey. And we're going oh. to do Prey 2. Oh, right. Before they got, before Bethesda sort of went, nah.
1: Yeah, which we mentioned last week, weirdly enough. Um, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, uh, and they own then, a lot of and, things. Uh, <laughs> my god, <laughs> they own so much now, Jacob. The content wars are in full effect. Yeah, uh, Square Enix. I
1: I, I, I don't even know what Square Enix shows. I, I can tell you what games radar expect. Um, the Square Enix E3 conference is set to feature a host of new reveals and updates, including a world premiere from Deus Ex Mankind, divided developer, iDOS Montreal. Um, new mm-hmm. information on Babylon's Fall, uh, the new Life is Strange game, and Marvel's Avengers.
0: Mm. There you go. There is no Final Fantasy in there.
1: Next! yeah,
0: uh, That PC gaming show. PC gaming show
1: uh, is a future games show. Uh, the mm. PC
0: gaming show has always been like this weird yeah like (laughs) i I don't need to watch it do you remember that year that we tried to watch it and we all just sort of fell asleep we
1: did the rest of e3 and it was all really exciting and then we were like pc gaming show yeah this is part of e3 and then we all went around to your house i believe and then we we just like sat there watching it and we're like nothing's really happening though (laughs) i think i fell asleep i want to like it because every year it's hosted by day nine who used to be my favorite hearthstone streamer um and now he does Magic the Gathering Arena instead. And he's like, he's been a, a PC gaming stalwart for like years and years because he's an old StarCraft pro and stuff. Um, yeah. And I absolutely love Day 9 to death. But good Lord, yeah, there's just nothing on that show for me most of the time.
0: Yeah. Um, and you mentioned the Future game show, which yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Hosted by Laura um, Bailey
1: and Troy Baker.
0: Boy, that sounds like a skip.
1: Yep. Um, Apparently Warner Uh, Brothers are going to be on that day as well In some capacity It's not been formally announced I'm trying to think like what Warner Brothers could possibly have to show Says here Expect Back for Blood to be the focus um, Which I know you were vaguely interested in Uh, Oh yes I I was like oh god
0: Yes I was like that is such a
1: fucking um generic ass Back name I was like, What the hell to- even is that, yeah. Um and then also possibly Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, and Hogwarts Legacy all in development. So there's a chance that those could be there too.
0: Yeah, because we haven't heard anything about that shit. None of them. Sense. And I'm like
1: of all those, I think there's what, four games we just mentioned there, I'm at least somewhat interested in all of them. So
0: yeah, and you know who's not had anything to say or show, but has been teasing quite a bit under Warner Brothers. Oh, who's that, uh, Mister Ed Boone and his Nether Realms. Has he?
1: How have I not he's seen been, this?
0: He's been say he's been like running polls on Twitter of like, "Hey, what would you like to see?" Mm. I think he's like either it's either like we've got something in development and etc., but we would um. Right, we are coming round to the uh, we're coming round to the time of year that they usually announce what they're working on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm trying um, to think. Because of I know what the they... time frame was for MK11 because that was a really I, I, short turnaround between announcement and release. I remember that. Yeah,
0: because I know like they're kind of done with Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, for yeah.
1: Now they've, they've um, kind of finished off their last little season pass thing with Rambo. Yeah, because
0: because someone someone sent uh, him a tweet and he was just like it could have worked uh, Omni-Man from oh. Invincible mm.
1: yeah it could have worked <laughs> uh,
0: but I know he has mentioned a few times now on Twitter that he would be interested in making a Marvel fighting game yeah
1: I literally was literally just, just just thinking that and I was in the middle of googling it um, where I was like wasn't there news of like a Marvel style Injustice game
0: and I would trust
1: your yeah. competition
0: too. Like, I would trust the people who've made the best superhero game. Yeah. The I, superhero games of the last few years. I'm a big
1: fan of the Injustice games. Um, I played both of them quite a lot. Um, their meta can be a bit projectile heavy, and that makes the online not that fun. But the the story mode and all the stuff they put into those games, yeah, really, really good. I yeah, really those those
0: those games are worth it just for those story modes alone because yeah. they are basically what I come to comic books for, which is a lot of dumb shit with a lot of characters. Yeah, but it's good dumb shit. It's it's like, yeah, yeah. These faces are too realistic, but <laughs> super let's realistic. Go for
1: Batman it. fighting Gorilla Grodd.
0: Is is still one of the weirder things, but you know. <laughs> I so
1: badly wish that I, that Grodd was good in that game because I would have happily just been like Harambe, <laughs> return to Monkey, yeah, pretty much. Uh,
0: and then there is the Nintendo Direct
1: at the very end, yes,
0: at the very end. Um, so if if at some point in the next few days they sort of go like, hey, there's going to be a Switch Pro. Mm. Uh, tune into the direct for games that are going to feature on the Switch Pro. Like, do, is this why Nintendo have been slightly quiet on a lot of fronts? Of on like
1: the Breath of the Wild two drain,
0: Breath of the Wild two, Bayonetta three, Metroid Prime
1: four. Oh, Prime, um, oh my god, I forgot about Prime four. Uh, give it to me.
0: I'm trying to find out because they they have I. Oh, they have a lot. Yeah. They have a lot that they just have not spoken about. Um,
1: yeah, like it says here, we might see Breath of the Wild two, Splatoon three, um, the upcoming Pokemon titles, both Legends Arceus and the Gen four remakes, um, I and forgot. possibly some new stuff as well as the Switch Pro. I for- yeah,
0: I forgot about Splatoon two, 2- three.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just they announced it a little while they ago. Announced they announced
0: it, and, it, and it, I've I've no idea if it's got a it? bigger focus on multiplayer or, uh, or, or because I love the post-apocalyptic thing that they're going for. Um, the uh, project Triangle. Mm.
1: Um, oh, oh, oh god, oh, yeah, oh, that the- a triangle RPG thing, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> uh, do you think yeah. we might we might get the the next? And I think I think it's the last of this season's. Uh, Smash characters, maybe.
0: I bet you get. I bet you get like the yeah. I bet you get the announcement of whoever's
1: left. Is it? They've got a couple characters left. I think it's only. It's either one or two. Um, I actually never played as the most recent one from Xenoblade. I completely forgot he even came out. Um, really, my brain was still in Sephiroth mode. Um, <laughs> so it's either one yeah. or two. But I yeah. By today. Yeah. And then
0: way, way after that, in July oh, 22nd, God. it's not even fucking E3. I didn't even know this was happening. Um, there is a EA Play 2021 conference. Because they no longer take part in um E3, yeah. basically. They were just like, yeah we'll fucking do it ourselves.
1: And we're gonna have a fun Australian guy who always presents at the EA conferences. Don't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> but, oh shit! Yeah, the Anyways. the guy,
0: not the CEO who was featured in Mirror's Edge is the evil CEO. <laughs> it's just very coincidental that the villain of Mirror's Edge looked exactly like the EA CEO. Mm. Um, but yeah, that is E three. We will we will have our own coverage, as it yeah. were.
1: Yeah, like That's I say, i my work. were like Jacob. You need to book some holiday because you've not taken any holiday. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll do it over this period in June. So yeah, I've got the entirety of E3 off. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh stick some games on, put some Twitch streams on. It it falls very nicely in line with when Final Fantasy Integrate comes out as well. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a great week. Perfecto. Oof. Perfecto. Yeah.
0: Get ready to have some yuffie. Yeah. I was about to say yiffy, but that's a different thing.
1: <laughs> Not planning to engage with that. <laughs> um
0: speaking of yiffin, um, oh, I played more
1: Biomutant. Oh god, that actually does kind of tie in. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh I have I've now played approximately about twelve, ten to twelve hours of Biomutant. Oh I. Um yeah. so last time we spoke about it i was a little apprehensive about it like I, w- I was sort of like hey it's all right but you know there's a lot wrong with it yeah and then a big fat patch hit oh like a very large patch
1: hmm.
0: um i'm trying to like lo- like i mean like if you printed it out it probably take up two sides of a4 a lot of lots of just lots to fix it's, you know it's a lot of like little things like combat we 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 fixed abnormally high damage outputs and Ooh. you know stuff like that uh but the um the main things that they changed was like hey you can choose when the narrator comes on oh um you can you you can choose whether to have just the gibberish or the or uh we've made dialogues to be shorter we've also added more enemies and loot to these areas to best represent experience later in the game um more early enemy encounters missing loot etc um They've just straight up removed parts of like some quest givers dialogue. Yeah, fair enough. They, they, they have done a lot of work and to be honest I noticed like things with like improvements of the game itself.
1: Hmm. It sounds like um, they've um, they've definitely taken on a lot of the feedback that will probably have come since launch.
0: Yeah. Or um, this could have all been fixes that they had because yeah, this p- patch maybe. just sort of drops like its it seems like a lot of work to have just pumped out hmm. but the um but to be honest like the story is so boring and the quests <laughs> are so boring that i just don't give two shits about what they've done with like pacing and stuff like yeah. that. because i'm mostly skipping it
1: it's a nice um, try on their part
0: <laughs> yeah like it has become a podcast game it has become yeah. me taking my headphones off uh or you know, because I'm capturing the game, so I'm trying to capture it yeah. with audio. Setting my iPad up on the side and watching yeah. something on there while I'm while the game is basically just pure silence. And on your um, red letter media. Yeah. <laughs> uh the, but it is it, but the like it is very repetitive, but it is very repetitive in a way that like I don't mind. Hmm. Um it's one of those where if you choose a quest and point in a direction and you just fucking go towards the quest marker and like i'm usually one for fast traveling everywhere oh um like you know fallout i'm just like fuck it i'm gonna fast travel to this location if i've been there before i'm not walking all the way back i don't care if i miss like events that happen but this game is so dense with like things to explain Explore and stuff like that. I spent an hour just exploring like this little like uh blown out city area. Mm. Uh getting all the loot, solving puzzles. Oh. Um, and then and then it and then I ended up in an area where it was just like, hey, you need a su- special suit for this. And I was just like, okay, so where's the special suit? And it pops up literally immediately, like, hey, here's the quest to go find the special yeah. suit. Yeah. Um the biohazard suit. So I got the biohazard suit. I went into the biohazard area. I did a little bit of walking around, found mm-hmm. all the shit, and then I beat the first major boss. Oh, nice. Um and it was it's god bless them. God bless them. They are they they've tried to make a game uh that they wanted to make. Mm-hmm. It is just unfortunate that I have no idea what type of game they were trying to make.
1: <laughs> um they made what they want, but I'm confused as to what that was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, because it's like like I said last week, there's so much shit in it. It's like the crafting mechanics on top
1: uh, of mechanics.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like I really like the crafting. I, I've gotten really since this patch, I think they've just started to like up the fucking loot.
1: Yeah, just to so, kind of incentivize like you a bit more.
0: Yeah, so it's now like actually capable mm. um, and stuff. Uh, it's actually now fu- yeah, it's now fucking like viable to use the loot and the uh, scrap things and make craft new items and stuff. Yeah, um, the I-, I I'm slowly getting to terms with how it deals with like special moves and weapons. Mm-hmm. So. When I had like this big two-handed sword, I was be able, I was able to do like tons of cool stuff. And then when I swapped the weapon to like a crushing two-handed weapon mm. instead of just like a regular sword, all those special moves disappeared. And I was like, "Well, where the f- I'm, the combat's gotten pretty fucking boring at this point." Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> "Oh no, you need to unlock extra perks for this type of combat," and it never explicitly tells you that. Mm. It's not like, hey, you should probably unlock these, or you know you've changed your type of fighting, you should yeah. probably unlock this perk or whatever, or yeah, but um other than that, like like it's like, and then when I saw this game for the first time, like a f- couple years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh okay, you're gonna change over time as you mutate and stuff like that because bio mutant, yeah, um but. It the first time I found a thing that hints towards that type of stuff that might have been scaled back all the way in this game and hmm. stuff like that. Because changing your model on the fly might be very difficult um, for them to have done, but like you can, there was like a pool of ooze, <laughs> and I changed the look of my character, yeah. um, and it did. And it's basically just aesthetic. It's not even like it doesn't even change like your stats that's or whatever. Fair enough, yeah. That's fair that's fair enough but at the same time I was like sort of expecting more of that. Yeah. Because the, the intro to the game the character his hand literally changes. Mm.
1: Oh, like, I see what you mean, right. He
0: loses all his he loses all his fur on his hand and it's like uh changes like scaly like lizard almost. Mm. Um but then it's <laughs> but then in the fucking flashbacks because the flashbacks is just literally a, a tiny a tiny version of a scaled down (laughs) version of the main character. It's like, it's still there. It's not like with the gross hand. It's just like, okay, (laughs) this was obviously an idea you wanted to do, but it's just not gonna, Mm, mm. it's not, it didn't pan out. Um, But yeah, I, it gives me those cozy, like, uh, you know, when you'd like play Skyrim for the first time, and you just explore every yeah. little nook and cranny, it gives me those kind of vibes. That's cool. Um, which, which I'm not too fussed about. Yeah, because um, I mean,
1: a lot of a lot of these open world games nowadays, you, just, you don't really get that feeling anymore. Now that we've grown up a bit, it's <laughs> usually just like, look at this big map full of stuff at- that I'm probably can't uh, be bothered to do.
0: Yeah, uh, like this is another game with a big map and a lot of stuff to mm. do, but at the same time, I'm just like. A lot of it's the same sort of deal, you know. Go here, kill this, well, find yeah. this, go yeah. back here. Um, so yeah, a lot of the quests are all the same. Like so you say
1: good for I'm, good for podcasting.
0: Yes. Um. I yeah. There, there's some, you know, I'm still having issues here and there, but it's all technical stuff. But at the same time, like the game is so fucking beautiful and yeah. dense and just great to like be in hmm. that I don't mind it like running at like sometimes it was just, sometimes the frame rate will dip and I'll just be like don't care yeah I'm not even gonna worry about it no that's
1: um, cool I was just checking Ollie's Steam record to see if he's played much more of it and he's got 13.3 hours on record so there
0: you go yeah but how much of that did he fucking spend the
1: character in this territory?
0: <laughs> you're right you're right that, I didn't think about that because like that. that intro area is like at least an hour long so if he's played through that multiple times to find a character that he's into, <laughs> then, you know, I don't okay. fucking trust
1: that. You got him there. Uh,
0: I got him there. Uh, but yeah. Um, and then other than that, I continue to sell my Steam trading cards oh, as they making, come in.
1: Making more profit.
0: I'm up to £9.32. Damn. Well. I'm just selling JPEGs.
1: Steam credit, yeah. Well,
0: Steam credit. So, are like, willi-
1: willing enough to do that, then... But now the
0: pro, but now the problem is, is like, what do I fucking buy with it? Is that why
1: you were looking for oh. the Steam sale just <laughs> when we were talking? Yeah. I was like, I
0: was I like, got this hey, I money pro- that I got this, I got this free money. I just don't want anything. <laughs> I, just, I just, like, I got everything from CD keys. Like, even if I, even if I used it all on like Necromunda, hired gun CD keys still has it for twenty quid at the minute. So <laughs> I'm like, mm. damn. Uh, but yeah, other than that fool All else wow. and yeah. jacob yes tell yes. me what
1: you have been i have had also had a bit more of a of a quiet week on the the gaming and, and entertainment front um oh the, the main thing still is mass effect 1 um mm. for a long portion of of last week i didn't play any of it um I remember when we were recording last weekend, I was like, I because it was a bank holiday weekend, I was like, I'm going to play so much Mass Effect. And then it came to the Monday when we were recording something else. Uh, and I was like, I've not even played any Mass Effect this weekend. I feel really shit. <laughs> I wanted to get through loads of it, <laughs> uh, but I've not even played any. So I, I played a bit two nights ago and I played a fair amount um, last night. Um, I've basically just been doing a couple of the random side missions that I've been given that were kind of left over. Um, as well as everything on Ferros, which was the last of the three main story missions that you're given um, mm. when you enter the Citadel for the first time. Um, and there's even side quests too on Ferros as well, so I did all of those as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, mainly um, I've done the, the three main story missions that you're given and I'm now on Vermeyer, which is kind of the planet that you go to. I think you get given it once you've done two of those main story missions that you're initially given. Uh, but I was like, I'll get the, the third one out of the way and we'll then go to Vermeyer. So I'm now at Vermeyer, literally just starting it, where I'm um, there to take down Saren's facility where he's making new Krogans. Um, oh, I, I'm starting yeah. to remember yeah. this... This sequence, yes. Um, so I, I've also experienced some of this sequence. Um, I'm very aware that this is where uh, the thing that you mentioned last time about Ashley gunning down Rex um, happens. If your conversation yep. doesn't go well, um, which I got to you without knowing, and uh, it didn't play out well. <laughs> um, no. So, yeah, I was just playing through it and I was like, oh, of course, yeah, Rex would probably want this. And, oh, he's getting a bit aggy now that we're saying that we can't do it for him. And I was like, oh, wait, this is where Ashley's going to shoot him because he's pointing his gun at me now. Um, and, yeah, Ashley shoots him, um, which I wasn't particularly happy about. Um, so that's kind of where <laughs> I stopped um, last night because I was a bit <laughs> salty. I was like, I, so I I was like, I need to look up what the conditions are for this speech check. Um, to have him survive is as I, as I have because I've done so many of the side missions and put loads and loads of extra content. Uh, my character is maximum paragon already, um, <laughs> and and I was like, I still don't have the speech option to to have this go well. I'm like, I'm literally the savior of humanity. And I'm still not good enough. Um, so I looked it up literally just before we started recording just now um and you need to have at least eight points leveled up into charm or intimidate so it's not a paragon or renegade check you need to have no. charm or intimidate yeah. um which i only have six in charm and not eight so realistically the option that's in front of me is i can either continue on on vermire without rex which i don't really want to do because i like rex as a character i want to keep I, him around. He's, I, I, shepherd <laughs> I like his voice. His voice is all yeah. smooth and and low and buttery. Um yeah. So realistically my my option is is to go back to the previous autosave um from last night. So basically everything I did last night will be wiped. Um so you were in you were in the, in the, exact, like in the
0: exact same position that I was in. All those years ago.
1: Yeah, it's only about an hour of gameplay, so I'm not like massively heartbroken over it. um It was only a couple of side missions that I did before going to Vermeer, but even so, I'm still a bit like I'm just gonna have to play through this hour of the game again that I've already done. Well,
0: I, yeah, luckily that like y- the dialogue is you can, you can just, just hammer a lot X of that will be skippable, uh, so it shouldn't it, take me uh, as long. It. Uh, uh, shepherd uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> um so yeah that, that's kind of where where i'm at with the main story um me and liara are going steady um you'll be you'll be happy to know <laughs> um, we we spoke about mind banging and, and she got all bashful about it um oh. so it's it's progressing okay we'll get there
0: it's pro- progressing okay yeah. you
1: know um, Things come well. I mean, otherwise, I've I've not got much more to say about the game itself, really. Um, that wasn't covered, kind of, in our in-depth discussion last week. Um, mm. I've other than re- I found a, a, an amazing sniper that's even better than the one I had before. That basically never uh, hits the overheat limit, and it's really strong. So I feel even more OP than I was before. Um, I still I still can't believe
0: they didn't um, just toss out the overheat stuff Mm. but then uh, then again i guess it would make law less law sense when they like try and explain it in mass effect 2 why they switch to Mm. regular
1: bullets yeah yeah um yeah no it's just it's got a really quick cooldown on it so i can fire out loads and loads of sniper rounds real quick and it's really funny using the snipers because they usually knock enemies over and they just Mm. they just ragdoll on the floor so yeah because it's <laughs> you shoot them and they fall over or like dramatically and flailing about and then it's just me scooting them along the floor shooting them as they're laying on their back and they're like shit like as i say like sliding along the floor as i'm just shooting them and that's how most of the enemies die now it's just me pushing them along the floor via a sniper <laughs> rifle because they just can't get up because it keeps knocking them back over and they're just like scooting along yeah <laughs> i was gonna say scooting on pretty much are yeah um, See, so yeah, I'm still having fun with Mass Effect. A little bit um, bummed out about the the Rex situation. I was I was fully aware of it, but I just thought it would be a a Paragon slash Renegade decision. Yeah, but it's this, not.
0: Th- this is why they got rid of the charm and intimidate the... stuff.
1: Because I mean, you look at it when you're leveling it up on the the level up screen, and the thing that it really only seemingly gives you is discount at shops. Um, it doesn't really say. I don't think it says anywhere that this could influence. Actual discussions that you have with characters, but yeah,
0: I think I think that is like. Do you know something? I think that might have been in the instruction manual that I found that Uh, out.
1: (laughs) That would make sense. Games had instruction books back then.
0: (laughs) I I I could be talking out my ass, but it sounds how
1: I feasible. It sounds like that could be. It sounds
0: like I remember reading. I remember reading the instruction manual on the way home. So yeah, that was always one of the really
1: fun parts of getting a new game.
0: Uh, Deliberately making myself feel ill.
1: I remember there was, um, back in the age of renting video games, um, we rented Super Monkey Ball 2 from Blockbuster. um, And I enjoyed that instruction manual so much that when I gave the game back to my mum to take back to Blockbuster, I hid the instruction manual, so I kept it. (laughs) So I've still probably got the Monkey Ball instruction manual somewhere, even though I don't (sighs) own that game. Uh, I we just didn't give it back to Blockbuster.
0: I I used to read for hours the cheat books that used to yeah. come with the Nintendo magazines. I have a couple of those They're still like,
1: knocking about for like PS One and stuff. Yeah,
0: my dad threw all of them out. I had oh. like loads of them, um, so I used to just real. I used to just be like oh, you can unlock a Kuma by doing this. It's like, yeah. I don't even fucking play Street Fighter. Like, what yeah. secret costumes can you unlock in Resident Evil? And it was like, a, in black and white, a picture of like whatever costume you can unlock for Jill.
1: What the hell is a tofu? What's a tofu? Yeah. It's just like, oh
0: my <laughs> God, what is this? I yeah. want to know what this game is. And then you immediately regret finding out what that game is as a child. <laughs> it's like, this is scary. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean I've only got three bullets? <laughs>
1: Um, um, so yeah, I mean that—that's Mass Effect. Um, as I say, I'm still aiming to have it finished pretty much within the week before um, Integrate comes out, and I'll be playing that on my time off. Um, that's a that's a nice palette cleanser. Yeah, and then I'll move um, over to to two and three once Final Fantasy's done with. Um,
0: I go I on. might do the same. I might do the same. Yeah. Uh, not not Final Fantasy, but like I might play something in between. Instead yeah. of just like consuming all the Mass Effect.
1: That's it. I don't want to get burnout on it. Um, so, yeah, play, I, I could even play something in between Mass Effects 2 and 3 as well. I don't know what, but uh, that's, a, that's a problem for months down the line. Um, another random thing um, that I've been sort of playing this week um, has been Virtua Fighter Ultimate Showdown.
0: Yes, so they they ported it to the yakuza engine yeah uh because they kind of ported virtual fighter 5 to yakuza yeah uh, one of the yakuza games uh, It it probably be number 7 maybe uh i think it was 7 it
1: could have been yeah. s-
0: yes it sounds That sounds about right 7 or 6
1: yeah mm. um, uh, but yeah it was because on.
0: sorry <laughs> no 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 because like the, the all their arcade stuff is like time accurate so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You, like yakuza 2 has like just regular virtual mm. in it and stuff like that yeah uh, how are you finding it because i have fond memories of playing that on 360 yeah it's it,
1: it, like i say it was kind of a random thing um because it was it was pretty much announced and released all in the space of like one week <laughs> um yeah a few months ago there was a trailer that came out from sega when they were announcing some other stuff, um, where they basically announced... They didn't really formally announce anything. It was just like, Virtua Fighter is coming to esports. And it was like, oh, okay, is this like a new I think, game or what? I don't know. I think I remember this. I
0: think they were like, Virtual Fighter is now esports. It's and just like, it's just like, right? Uh, okay. How? Okay. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> So, yeah, everyone was just a bit kind of confused at the time because it was like, is this a new game? Is it, is it going to be a port or whatever? Um, but, yeah, apparently it was it was this, um, which is, yeah, a re-release, uh, the second re-release they've done of uh, Virtual Fighter 5, which originally, as you say, came out on the 360 and, and PS3 generation. Um, and they did an updated version, Final Showdown, um, a few years later, which was like a digital exclusive, added a couple of characters in, um, that sort of thing. Um hmm. and yeah it was it was released this month um as one of the PlayStation Plus free games so I was like I was probably maybe going to buy it anyway cuz um I want to support these things when they come out I want fighting games to do well um so I was probably going to get it anyway but yeah no it as it's a free game I was like even better um I, I'm on the fence about getting Guilty Gear Strive later this month as well if I have the money I don't know um so yeah um the fact that this is free might mean that I can actually play Guilty Gear as well um the actually I will say on the PlayStation Plus front, um it's a pretty good selection this this month, actually, um with both this and also Star Wars Squadrons, um, which is free on PlayStation Plus yes. this month, which I, I wanted to try it before the podcast um so I could talk about it, but uh didn't quite get around to it. But I will definitely well, try that.
0: And it is also on Game Pass, I believe. So Probably. maybe we will have something to converge
1: on. It is, here it is. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have something to converge uh, on next try and next give that time we go this week if I've got the time um hmm. but yeah, when it comes to 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 Virtua fighter i've I've tried a couple of times to get into it um and have never really full and got in, gotten into it um but I do appreciate the kind of game that it is um on like a mechanical level, I appreciate how it plays and stuff because um Tekken and Soul caliber and stuff like that are some of my better fighting games um but they are also somewhat prone to mashing. Basically. Um, You can mash out with Eddie Gordo in Tekken and and do very well because he just does all the flips and dips. You don't know what he's doing. Neither does your opponent, but you somehow won. (laughs) Um, Whereas virtual fighter is like the anti button mashing game. And that if you try and button mash, your character will just stand there. They won't do anything. Um, And it's kind of quite technical on that basis. It's less combo focused, which is something that I'm worse at. Um, Me and my rubbish hands um, are like really, really bad at Marvel, for instance. Um, And that's why Mm. I play stuff like Soul Calibur. Um, And yeah, Virtual Fire is a lot like that in that it's a lot less kind of combo focused. It's a lot more kind of picking your spots, getting a few hits in and then kind of resetting from there. Um, So, yeah, I've I've tried a couple of times to get into it and never fully have um and i honestly i'm not sure i will do this time either but i might just play it for a little while because it's free and there'll be a a lot of people playing it online at least for the first couple of weeks because it is free um it's is pretty pretty stripped back in terms of what you can actually do modes wise in the game it is literally the bare minimum what you'd expect it is arcade mode training and online that's pretty much it um apparently there's a little bit of character customization in there, which I've not really looked into because I've not played it for long enough to actually kind of earn any sort of in-game currency if there is one or anything like that. Um, as you said previously, the, the main difference is um, that the, the game has been made with the Yakuza engine, uh, as you said mm-hmm. previous. Um, so it's had a hefty graphical up- upgrade, um, which does make it look really nice. And they've uh, updated the UI for it as well. Um it just kind of makes it even more of a shame, though, that the sound design in Virtual Fighter 6 is so wank. Um, I, it just it has a weird kind of like old worldy charm about it in some ways, but it's still, even back in 2006, I think all of the sound effects, like the punches and the voice lines and stuff, they, were definitely carried over from like Virtual Fighter 4 well, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it, f- it felt. A bit like a relic, even in like 2006 yeah. when original Virtual Fighter came out. um Even games like Tekken 5 from like the previous console generation sounded better than Virtual Fighter did. Um, yeah. And they've just not updated that for any of it, which I'm like, I can understand why they wouldn't because it's like, well, it's, it's what the game is. It's part of Virtual Fighter. But also, I'm like, it's one of the things that makes me not quite so inclined to continue with it because I'm just like, it just feels a bit low budget <laughs> in some yeah. instances with it's- those sorts of things. Yeah,
0: it 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 is, it, like the the. I was like, these characters look like slightly strange because obviously mm. they've all been slightly upraised and whatnot. But I was like, Akira, the, the the main dude that they always put on the box, mm. like, looks like a yakuza character, and I looked it up, and it's like, they, no, we bolted it over to the yakuza, to yeah. the yakuza engine. and it's like, okay, yeah, because he's got the f- fucking furrowed brow that they all have, <laughs> like the. That like and the poorest skin, strong eyebrows, the strong eyebrow. Yeah,
1: no, Kara is, is. I think feels like the character they put the most effort into because obviously he is the flagship guy. He is your, yeah. your Ryu for the game. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I'd, I'd say it looks really nice. It still plays as well as it as it used to. Um, I'm pretty bad at it right now. I will still admit. Um, I have found the character I want to play, who's kind of this uh, zombie-looking judo boy called Go um i just need to kind of i i need to spend the time to actually look at some combos to just actually get him down and then be able to take it online um so i just need to spend a bit of time with it whether i will or won't remains to be seen um i imagine the online itself will be pretty forgiving i've heard the actual technical side of it is pretty stable it's not like amazing um but it's fairly stable and and quite good by fighting game standards um, and as I say, I imagine the online is going to be very forgiving at this point because there's going to be a lot of new players right now. Um, so I might not even need to kind of level myself up that much before taking it online. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's, it's, yeah.
0: it's good. It, it's good that it's good that um, this game continues to live somehow. Yeah, uh, <laughs> somehow it just persists. 15 I know. Years later. I know. I know. Virtual Fighter was always. Massive in japan oh yeah yeah compared to yeah, over here big but, in arcades um but yeah i'm glad that like hey all these scrubs are gonna get their ass kicks and then never well, play the game again yeah
1: no, that's why i need to get on it while i can because i feel like once the original kind of more casual player base drops off then i will not stand a chance online probably um <laughs> and then the last tiny thing um would be the new hearthstone mini set um which came out on Ooh. thursday Um briefly spoke about it last week so i won't go into massive detail yeah. um there was about 30 new cards that came out um not really a lot to say about it at the moment because things are still kind of shaking out um but it seems like a couple of the cards are being added into existing archetypes um they're kind of editing existing decks and putting them in instead of creating any brand new styles of deck which I suppose for a uh, uh, kind of set this size is probably what's going to happen. It's probably not going to reshape the meta massively. Um, but yeah, we're only a few days in, so it's still early days. Um, mm. I think Shaman has been given the best cards out of all of them, which is good because Shaman's easily the worst class right now. And I think that's kind of probably how they wanted to rebalance things. Um, so yeah, I will, I'll see how things shake out. I've been watching the, the eSports side of things. Um, and yeah, it's literally like two or three cards have been added to existing decks, but that's about it so uh yeah that's that's the weekly hearthstone update um, the weekly hearthstone update <laughs> of the week, and on one final note, as you didn't mention it, um, we did start playing Resident Evil One together as well. we did, we did. um
0: I have got the timeline ready to be exported Ooh. uh that episode should hit uh i'm gonna I'm gonna schedule it for moonday
1: moon day
0: (laughs) moon day monday moon day um yes we are playing playing the the first resident evil remake. Herbin 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 around yeah Um, it is it is great fun yeah i had a Um, really good time (laughs) i am still figuring out slight logistical stuff on my end
1: yeah that's fair enough
0: uh uh, as in, like recording, mm. so that because there's a few dropped frames that Ooh. just just spoil the fun a little bit. Unbelievable. Um, unbelievable, a few drop frames here and there where the video is just like, eh, <laughs> no. eh, what? It's what if I just for me? <laughs> what if I just didn't work at this point? Yes. Oh, um, so there's just a, like, hey, the audio works, and that's the main thing. Yes. Um, we're it's we're also, the it's stars al- of the show. We're Not the stars this video of the show. Game. Not the fucking cutscene of resident Evil remake, yeah, um, uh, so I will I've got a little bit of editing to do on that end yeah but the the base thing is but now it done was,
1: yes, a good time' and it I was a good time recommend seeing it when it goes up,
0: uh, and we will have more of that, yeah, very soon, very very soon, um because we are I'm going to plan. Whoa. Around it, planning. I'm gonna plan around it. Look at me. I, I am, I am. I even went. Someone was like, "Hey, do you want to come out next week?" And I was like, "What day? Can we make it Wednesday? That is the day I know that Joe <laughs> one is available."
1: Jacob is playing D and D that day.
0: He's playing D and D that day, and they're like, "Actually, Wednesday's the day I'm off." So it's just like the galaxy's sort of aligned, oh, yeah. and here we are
1: planning. Here in we full are. Effect.
0: Planning in full effect, totally not winging it. Mm. Um, shall we head to the biddle?
1: I think the biddle is what is best. So yes.
0: As said at the top of the episode, this episode is just gonna end. Uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, Grappling beans is over on the other episode. Goodbye.